0: Welcome to Red, White, and Confused. I'm your host, Heather Evans. This week on the show continues our election interviews with candidates across the Southwest Virginia districts running for various positions in 2023. Red, White, and Confused is part of the weekly lineup at WEHC. In the Emory area, you can find us on 90.7. In Wise, we're 90.5. In Clintwood, 90.3. Norton at 91.7. And Pound at 91.3. So this set of interviews come from Washington County with the candidates who are running for Commonwealth Attorney. I sent an invitation to both of the candidates. The first clip actually was uh, put out onto the web about a week ago, and the second candidate is here today. So today's interview is with Dove Goodpaster. So, Dove, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Heather. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So I want to start today, like I do with all candidates, uh, with some of your background. I want to give you some time to introduce yourself to our listeners who may not know you. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and then why you decided to run this year in Washington County?
1: Sure. Thank you. Um, Well, I am working here in private practice in Abingdon. Um, In my office, I do a good mix of criminal law, family law, I do some wills, deeds, and estates. Um, Prior to that, I was a legal aid attorney, and I worked for Southwest Virginia Legal Aid in Marion. Um, While I was there, I uh, represented victims of domestic violence, um, did primarily civil work there, um, did some divorces, things like that, um, public benefits, and a handful of issues related to student loan law. I am a graduate of Appalachian School of Law and Grundy. I'm also a graduate of Virginia Tech. I have lived in Southwest Virginia all my life. I'm married, we have two children, and we truly are thankful to live here in Washington County. I grew up in Dickinson County, and my first legal job was with Judge Vanover, and he's no longer with us now, but he was my first legal boss after graduating law school for a year, um, being his law clerk, and we've been here ever since. So currently, um, now, I'm the president of our local bar association, and I'm on a few committees with the Virginia State Bar You ask uh, why I'm running also. So uh, this year I joined the Republican Party. I'd never been a member of a political party before until this year. And I am trying to go as far as I can in my career. And I won the Republican nomination, which I was very happy about and very proud of. And so I have... Plans for that office in Washington County and the Commonwealth's office. I have a few things that I'd like to improve upon, and a few things that, a few programs I'd like to start there. Uh, I am excited about the race, excited about the election and I feel very confident about it. So I'm really looking forward to November 7th. Yeah,
0: I think we all are. (laughs) Um, So I, You know, I have a lot of students who listen to this show and and, um, I think students sometimes might not quite understand the role of the Commonwealth attorney. So could you share with our listeners just a little bit about like what what is that role and what would your job kind of look like day to day?
1: So the Commonwealth attorney is the prosecutor for the county. The prosecutor Prosecutes any of the misdemeanor crimes or any felony crimes that are alleged to have occurred in the community um, across the county. So, right now I'm doing criminal defense and basically I would be moving from one side of the courtroom to the other. That, that's what the Commonwealth's attorney does. It's in other states in our country, it's referred to as a district attorney, but here we're in Virginia, we have our Commonwealth, and so it's referred to as the common attorney.
0: Now, you mentioned that there are changes you would like to make and some programs you'd like to, to see implemented. Could you tell us about those?
1: Yes, I'd be happy to. One of the programs that I'd like to start is a program that I've already been involved in as a member of the Virginia State Bar Communities on Access to Justice. And the purpose of the program is to educate our high school students about social media safety. So I would like to have a collaboration between my office, the school system, and the sheriff's office. And we would go into the schools so that the students can see our faces. And we would talk to the students about what the Virginia Code says as far as social media, photographs, things that are on your cell phone, You know, when I was in high school, it was rare that anybody had a cell phone. And I have an eight-year-old son now, and he's asking me already, um, can I have a phone? (laughs) So uh, it's really, I feel like in a very short amount of time, cell phones and social media and photos, all of that has just exploded. But there are honestly scary, you know, ramifications that could happen if you find yourself in a difficult situation as you know our young people often do. So the Virginia State Bar publishes a brochure. It's called So You're Eighteen and it's more comprehensive about your rights as you become eighteen. It's directed more so towards graduating high school seniors. But I would want to start that program and make that you know really a predominant program from that office to to emphasize that and to stress that in the community, you know, um, I think it's important with the time that we live in right now. The other programs I'd like to investigate how to expand the drug court program. And drug court is something that's already being done in the current Commonwealth's office, and they're doing a great job. But what I've noticed is that our dockets are heavy on drug offenses, and the numbers are relatively low, in my opinion. With the amount of defendants who are accepted into the direct court program. So I'd, I'd like to figure out a way to expand that because I think it is a good program. I think most prosecutors in Southwest Virginia would agree that it's productive, it's very effective. Um, so I'd like to try to look into that and see what we can do to expand the program. I also have serious concerns about theft charges. And obviously every prosecutor in Southwest Virginia is concerned about violent offenses, sex crimes, serious, you know, child abuse cases. And I feel like we live in a great community here. We live in great communities across Southwest Virginia where prosecutors are zealously prosecuting those crimes. But I would particularly focus on theft. I believe that when you're the prosecutor, your role is not only to advocate, you know, for a conviction or to advocate and be uh, or a an advocate for justice, really, that you're an advocate for not necessarily the victim in each case. And, and that's distinguishable between a defense attorney and a, and a prosecutor. Um, that the defense attorney is that individual's attorney. I'm not any individual's attorney. I represent our county as a whole. Um, But when you're prosecuting the crimes that you prosecute and the recommendations to the court as to what you believe is an appropriate sentence, it sends a message to the community about what crimes are going to be prosecuted heavily, you know, what crime is not going to be tolerated in the area.
0: So what is your current um, relationship like with law enforcement?
1: I have a great relationship with law enforcement right now, even though we're of course on opposite sides. (laughs) Um, You know, I will say to you that as a defense attorney, I don't miss a case without interviewing the officer and asking that officer what happened. You can always glean something from a phone call or a face-to-face interview, even though I, of course, get the written report, I oftentimes get dash cam or body cam video. It's important that you speak to that officer because, you know, they they are always front line with, with whatever has happened. So I do have a good relationship here with officers and, um, just appreciate our officers for what they do. It's, uh, you know, being an attorney, you tr- I have to try to sort of put everything in perspective oftentimes because I work a lot of hours. I work very hard. Um, I'm available, you know, my cell phone number is available to a lot of people and I am checking email pretty much all the time. However, our officers, you know, they really take it a step further and they're there um, to help as soon as a call is made. So, you know, they, they are incredibly important to all of us, but, and even so in, in my own work, because we're dealing with people's lives.
0: Yeah. Have you had any, um, particularly like difficult or challenging cases recently? And I know I asked, that's a question of Josh as well. And so he like he, he was talking about something that I was like, don't give me details, but I wondered like, have you, have you had any things recently that you might take forward with you into this new role?
1: every single case that I've had, I'll take forward with me into the new role. You know, I mean, even when I first started out as an attorney, each case is different. Even though you might have a case where somebody's charged with the same thing and maybe some cases look alike and you have similar situations. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of drug charges, but every case is different. The facts are always different. Every case is interesting. Um, You know, each one truly is is a difficult case. You know, I truly appreciate these interviews and I appreciate these forums and things like that. But as an attorney, I do have to be careful about any information that I provide. Um, even if I were to signal a few facts about a case, that could you know people listening might be able to tell. You know, say, "Oh, that's so and so," um because we are in a very small community. So. Um, Each case, you learn something new, uh, I feel like, in every case. And so um, I have, you know, several that are difficult in different ways, you know, um, difficult in different ways.
0: Yeah, I totally understand that. So um, this is actually the final question I ask all people this question that come on the show. This is the elevator speech question. So I've been asking everyone, you know, essentially it's the sell yourself question. First of all, could you tell us in like two minutes why people should go vote and then why they should consider voting for you?
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Voting. Why should you go vote? My goodness. I mean, it's one of the most important things you can do in this country, and I'll tell you that I've been at the polls here for early voting in Washington County at our voter registrar's office and all of us who are running, we have people there who are handing out sample ballots. We have supporters there who are, you know, encouraging people to vote. And I've had conversations with those people, even though we're on opposite sides of the line in a lot of ways, we have a lot of different views, but we have great conversations because This is the system that we have in our country, and it's the best system. And so regardless of what we're doing, you know, very zealously advocating for each other because we all, of course, want to win these elections, we have to keep that perspective that we have to be, you know, mindful and remember that this is the process. And I'm very thankful for that. So do go vote it's so important make it exciting for yourself go and vote early look up information reach out to the candidates it's a local election and so we're very available to people um i think i'm very available to people and i'm very open to phone calls or questions from people if you want to know more about me or know more about what i'd like to do but vote vote for me i have you know ideas of improvements that need to be made in that office and that office it's an incredibly important role. Um, like I said, we are dealing with people's lives, people's, you know, the liberty of people in our community or people who come into this community. And so it is important to um, look in the news with things that are happening across the Commonwealth with certain prosecutors who have refused to prosecute certain cases, certain theft cases. cases, I mentioned that I'm really um, concerned about and really interested in. In certain areas of the Commonwealth, certain crimes are not being prosecuted and that sends a message to the community that you can commit a crime and there will be no ramification for that. I don't wanna live in a community where that's okay. And I think we need to certainly Make sure that if you're a prosecutor, you need to be sending that message. So um, it is interesting. It's an interesting time that we live in. In the Commonwealth of Virginia, we've had major criminal law reform in 2020 and 2021. It's very progressive. It changed some rules that were in place for over 200 years. And so it's important to stay informed. It's important to figure out where you stand as far as your voting preferences and as far as your political stances and to learn about candidates to learn about what their backgrounds are, what my background is. Um And I think it's important as a candidate to be honest and to be a straight shooter with what you believe in, because it's, um it, it's, it's lives and liberty of people that we're dealing with. So I hope that voter turnout will uh, will continue to, to go, you know, upward. I heard from the Registrar's Office that the first day of early voting, it was, you know, over 100 voters that came out on the first day, whereas the last time they had a local early election, it was maybe, you know, a, a small number. So it looks so far, if it will continue, early voting the numbers are high. So that's
0: positive. That's really exciting. um, Because and I think one of the things that's also driving that is that there's so many candidates this time compared to before, which is great. Yeah. Well, now, thank you for coming on the show. I wanted to end with this. So if, if somebody would like to work with you on your campaign, how can they get in contact with you?
1: Well, I have a Facebook page, of course, so anybody can find me uh, there. It's it's my name. It's Doug Good, Pastor for Commonwealth Attorney. I am very responsive on the Facebook page. I have an Instagram page. I have an office in Abingdon, and my phone number and address are on any information that I've sent out. But... Um, Anybody's welcome to call me here at the office. Um, the number it's two seven six two eight five twenty one hundred. If you'd like to call, and um, we can talk more about the election, about prosecutorial theories, you know, defense theories, anything at all. Um, you know, this is this is what I've been doing. This is my passion for work. It's it's really a difficult job, but it's um, it's so worth it. And so, yeah, um, I'm very available.
0: Well, great. Well, thank you again for coming on the show and good luck.
1: Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you.